If you don't read the newspaper, you're uninformed. If you do read it, you're misinformed. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you do? That's a great question. <laughs> what is the long-term effect of too much information? Welcome back to the One Jar Cynics Podcast. Dio here. Gene. And Magatech. Today, or not today, I guess this segment, we're talking about You know what I, I just remembered? The myth, the legend. What do you remember? We stopped doing the epigraphs. For this, do you really need one? No, we don't, know. we don't need one, actually. Just saying. Son Goku. Son. Son. Who's Son Goku? Son Goku. The legendary Saiyan. It's not true. Brawly. <laughs> Brawly oh, was the oh, legendary Saiyan. Yeah, man. Come on. Oh They're never going to respect us after this now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was the biggest. Well, actually, a legendary Super Saiyan is. I was a huge <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Let's Z talk fan. about how you got how we all got into it, actually. That'd be interesting if we. Toonami? Oh, remember Toonami? That was crazy back then. I haven't heard that for a long time, man. That I think that where most people came into Dragon Ball Z from. I was in South America at the time when I was watching Dragon Ball Z. That was the only. I was like eight years old. Shit. It just came on. Well, it was like after a part of Cartoon Network. Yeah, as a segment. And then after yeah. a certain time, Robot Chicken. <clears throat> we got Toonami. I think they still have Toonami, don't they? It was see. it was like an after school segment. Yeah, yeah. but Toonami. Let me see. Where it was anime. Most of our. Viewers are American, so they'll know. But for those who don't well, that, know, Toonami really brought anime to the forefront. Yeah, uh, in mm -hmm. American society, because it was really a subculture before then. I I remember again being being the older one here. <laughs> anime had always been kind of on the fringes, and we didn't call it anime; we called it Japanimation because we didn't mm. know any better. And uh. I mean, this is like normal kids, but we'd watch it and stuff, and you'd see like the weird animation where their eyes are bigger and their mouths don't quite line up. But it was always pretty cool. Voltron, when I was a kid, we watched. Um, there was like a fairy tale show. Voltron. Where it was done in anime, but it was grim fairy tales. Um, I remember early in the mornings on like network TV. The original Dragon Ball series. Wow, yeah, yeah, launched in 1997. It looks like Gundam. Gundam, yeah. Oh, What's Voltron? Voltron was, no, because Voltron was uh, like kind of Power Rangers, think that, except in space. They had uh, the five, they each had five like animal robots that they, they I think they were tigers. Oh, I see, yeah. And, and then, then it they combines turned, into a suit. Yeah, it combines or, into a big a mech. a big mech. Yeah. Yeah, Voltron was my shit as a kid. When was I gotta see when this was released? Yeah, that's crazy how old 80, it is. Not eighties, I think. Nineteen ninety eighty-five. Yeah, nineteen ninety-seven is when it first launched, and it got canceled in two thousand eight. Then it came back, and what? now it's on. Tsunami. Oh, Tsunami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It came. Back. Yeah, it did come back, right? Came back. So, yeah. so that's what I was saying. Like it was a subculture thing, and then Tsunami kicked off, and. Their flagship shows were Dragon Ball Z and I think Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon, yeah. yeah. I also watched uh, Inuyasha too. Yeah, Inuyasha would rotate through. But what they would do is because back then there was, um, I think Funimation was like the main translator and importer of anime. So they would everything would come through there and a lot of times they'd get incomplete series. So they mm -hmm. would only have as many seasons as they had and they'd run it. And when they got to the end, they would... Like, put a new one through. Except for Dragon Ball Z, which for many, many years would get to about midway through the Saiyan saga, right before Goku turned Super Saiyan, and it would reset. Because they didn't have good um, dub versions of... They didn't have the rights or something to the second half of the series. And so it reset so many times. And when they actually got the... Um, I remember this, because they made a huge deal about it, like... How many times you want like Goku's about to turn Super Saiyan, <laughs> and then it all the next day it's back to Raditz. <laughs> well, no more. We're moving forward. We got all the episodes, and, and then they started going through, you know, Cell and Boo and all that. I never watched the original Dragon Ball. It's great. I highly recommend it. I saw it a little bit as a kid, 
But watching it as an adult and in Japanese, it's actually really funny. It's it's super super funny. Um, it's much. It has bigger emphasis on humor than Dragon Ball Z does. Slight less in, um, importance on the fighting. It's not as like badass, but it's still the fights are pretty cool. But it's it's a really good show. Um, I think they have it on Hulu now. You can watch Dragon Ball um, in Japanese on Hulu. Um, but yeah, for most people, Dragon Ball Z was their intro to anime, and it's what really made gave anime a market, like a foothold over here, and that's when it just started flooding in. Like you'd go to bookstores back then, and the anime section was like a couple like shelves, not like whole shelves, but like like a shelf and another shelf in one section, and that was it. A couple mangas, right? Uh, anime videos, you could get them at Suncoast Video in the mall in the special interest section. It um, got a lot of people into fitness too, funny enough, Dragon Ball Z. It did, yeah. Yeah, because for a lot of people wanted to uh, copy Goku's physique, yeah. and they wanted to better themselves like Goku did. So that's <laughs> the interesting philosophy behind it. Um, there's a guy named Jax Blade. He's very f- uh, famous on YouTube. He does only anime fitness. So mm-hmm. what he does is he he goes to the anime animes and he uh, sees the their fitness routines and he uh, emulates them to see if it would actually work in real life. And the one and I haven't watched all of them, but I know for Goku, he does his. He does oh, weighted weighted um, training. He does um, all the kind of stuff Goku would do, a lot of push ups, running, etc. And, um, yeah, he's very popular. And a lot of people got inspired to do it. So that's one good thing about um, DBZ. So if you find a DBZ, it's funny. If you find a DBZ admirer, they all tend to be kind of, I think, kind of fit. I've noticed it. I know a lot of people who are like, oh, man, I want to be like Goku. I want to be. I want to go to the gym and, and be buff as hell like him. So it's very interesting. I haven't met any, but, yeah. Even the cosplayers, actually. Funny, uh, funny Most enough. Of the- Goku cosplayers I've seen are pretty oh, you wimpy see? looking. <laughs> you really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I saw I, well, I mean, the real prominent ones like Jack's Blade and some of the other YouTubers where this is like their professional cosplayer types. Yeah, because they do it. But I mean, anime was. But the, what I'm saying is that you're nerd. more likely to find <laughs> somebody who watches Dragon Ball Z and is more into that re- compared to other um, animes. Yeah. Because it's sense. more of a central concept in that in the anime. Well, not a central concept, but it's something that's unique to Goku. Tri- or n- no, Vegeta too. Or Saiyans. Who cares about Vegeta? He's the, he's the second second class. He's the prince <laughs> of all Saiyans. He's the prince of all... What are you, a, Vegeta fanboy? No, it's just all Saiyans. Except for the... Yeah, that's true. All the, Saiyans are... The halfies are kind of... They're lacking it. Yeah, you know what's funny about the halfies? They're all, they're all um, kind of garbage. That better potential, but worse in... End up being worse. They kind yeah. of fall off. They, they have a have lot. They hum- have a lot of potential, but they don't use it. Funny enough, they because don't have they that hunger for fighting. Because they adapt to the human lifestyle. They adapt to being on Earth. Chichi fucked up Gohan. Yeah, Chichi destroyed Gohan. That was all Chichi. Oh, it was such a letdown. You know, even fun- to this day, it's like if the you think biggest of- letdown character oh, yeah. <laughs> if you of think- all time is probably Gohan. Oh yeah, but I mean, like this was a concentrated effort by Chichi. And then Goku, yeah, concentrate every, Goku yeah. disappears for like seven years. And he's just left with his mom. And she's like, just study. <laughs> Where was Piccolo? He was supposed to be that father figure. He didn't come back till Super. <laughs> Piccolo was just off like on hey, Piccolo was Well, because Piccolo was waterfall. Piccolo was pretty, pretty upset because, you know. He blew up the moon? No, because like in the Cell Saga, you know, he was, he was wearing Piccolo's outfit. And then he wanted to start wearing his dad's outfit. He's like, <laughs> you, bro. After everything, after everything, I raised you. He's like, <laughs> oh, you want to go to the hyperbolic time chamber with your dad? Okay, <laughs> tu, brute? poor Piccolo. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? Weren't we supposed to actually talk about a uh, uh, Sun Wukong? We we can we can talk about Sun Wukong. Sun, yeah, Sun Goku is Sun <laughs> Wukong from the Chinese Shioji. I've Shioji. I've heard Shida about the uh, journey. Journey to the West, but I never knew about it. Like, maybe you guys could explain it to us. Uh, I don't even. I've seen the movies actually. So it's a monkey. He's like a mythical. So, so monkey? he's a monkey human. No, not even that. He's a monkey. He's a monkey. 
Oh, the he's the monkey. He can just but speak. He's, he's, so the, the Journey West. But he can't talk. The Journey West is a Chinese. It's one of the four great Chinese classics. There's four great pieces of literature um, in in China that really shaped the culture. Um, it is the Three Kingdoms, the Journey West, the Dream of the Red Chamber, and the um, the Water Margin. <clears throat> so Journey of the West was an actual, it's a book. It's not a, a uh-huh. poem or... It's a book. It's a full novel. And what it is, it's a romance, like a romanced version of a real event that happened. There was an emperor in China who sent a monk to India, which is west of China. And he was supposed to pick up um, Buddhist sutras, translate them and bring them back for the benefit of China to spread Buddhism further. And then this became, he did this, this monk did this, and he became legendary. And in this retelling, this reimagining of the event, uh, Buddha or uh, Guanyin, the, the like kind of Buddhist Chinese goddess of, of compassion, watches over the, the monk because the l- demons were after the monk. Um, because if you eat the flesh of a monk, like it can make you a human or give you powers or something like that. There's, there's incentive for the bad guys to eat the monk. So uh, Guanyin sends three demons to protect the monk on his journey. And they are uh, Sun Wukong, the, the monkey king, as he's also known. There's also a pig demon, and there is a wow. What do they call him? He's a water water. He's a monk. He's a water monk demon or something like that. Uh, I don't know too much about that guy, but yeah, he the most the most famous character in this book is uh, Sun Wukong because he is ultra powerful, ultra badass, pretty funny. He really just don't give a shit. <laughs> so much so that he has this whole backstory that takes place about 500 years or 1,000 years or something prior to the events of the novel where he kind of is born out of a rock. He has, you know, powers. He's smarter than the other monkeys, so they make him the king. Uh, then he goes on some adventures. He learns magic from a Taoist, he learns how to transform, the 72 transformations, he can transform into different animals. Um, he gets a cloud that he can, um, it's called the, I forget what it's called. But basically he rides the cloud and it can go, for every backflip he does on the cloud, he can travel like a thousand kilometers or something. He He gets a big staff from the bottom of the ocean that can change size as he needs it to. Uh, and he usually shrinks it down, keeps it behind his ear. <clears throat> he can make clones of himself with his hair. Um, and eventually he goes up to heaven and he trashes the place. <laughs> this is the havoc in heaven, like, events where the monkey king goes up and he just trashes it. Um, and eventually the Buddha is called in to trap Sun Wukong under a mountain until he can, you know, repent and do good. And so when the monk comes along, uh, his test of repentance is to escort the monk to, to his on his journey to the West. So that is Sun Wukong in a nutshell. He's, he is an ultimate badass. And do you part, think the parts that translate to Dragon Ball, mm-hmm. the cloud, the yep. Nimbus. Yep, the flying cloud. The power pole. Power pole, yep. Uh, Oolong. The Oolong pig. The pig. Um, Who never came up again. The, the personality, the kind of goofy, joking personality. Yeah, exactly. And then being overpowered. Overpowered. From a very young age, yeah. Um, a love of fighting, too. The whole saying, like, yeah. just love getting into it, testing your strength. That's really a Sun Wukong aspect. Then the... A- I don't know so much about, like, the afterlife sort of stuff, meeting... <coughs> A king of the under King Yama. Yeah. So King Yama is more Japanese. That is that is a Japanese thing. Um, I believe... Would Krillin be the monk? Or one of the monks? Maybe in a roundabout way, but not really. 
I think. Um, actually, I would argue that in the first, the first season of Dragon Ball, the original series is probably the closest in terms of like this journey to do something. And in that oh, regard, yeah. Dragon Ball Z is just like no, no. left. Dragon it. Ball it's Z kind of abandoned. Well, in the is, f- yeah, in the first in the first season, they're on the quest to get the Dragon Balls, right? So in that regard, you would actually probably call Bulma an equivalent of the monk. Mm. Because she was on a mission and he was helping her, protecting her. So she would probably be the closest thing to the monk in that regard. Um, I want to say that like the Ox King and the the Fire Mountain, mm-hmm. those were probably in there. It, it's a very long book. I mean, it's a big novel. Um, and then every chapter is another adventure demon thing that they have to overcome. So, Which, Yeah, kind of that's what Dragon Ball does a lot. Mm-hmm. What do you think is like the moral though of the um the Monkey King story, the Sun Wukong story? What do you think is it? Why do you think it's so popular? Is it just tradition, or there's something to it that's applicable to people's lives in a way? I can't. I mean, I I can't speak on behalf of like uh, the the people of China because it's very it's very near and dear to them. It is a even now and oh yeah, well, that's everybody. Well, because every generation. The story gets retold. I mean, it is, it is, there are so many versions of, mm-hmm. of the journey West and especially the monkey King. I mean, some of the earliest Chinese animation, um, back in the seventies was, it was the monkey King's havoc in heaven. Um, that was every little kid knows it. The Chinese, the Beijing opera, um, you can play the music, the theme for Sun Wukong, and people know that that is the music for Sun Wukong, right? It's it's very, every aspect of it is culturally relevant to these guys. I, it's it's almost like every year, every other year, they there's another there's movie, another movie there's or a cartoon, something. There's a reimagining, like, and he, I mean, he's made. Is it because it's wholesome and like that doesn't have any themes that might? No, it's. I wouldn't even say it's particularly wholesome. Like it's. It won't challenge the CCP's authority or anything. I mean, probably would. <laughs> I, honestly, I mean, there's stuff like there's people getting slaughtered and eaten and all sorts of stuff. I, I wouldn't say it's the enemies of the party. Right. <laughs> no, I, I think because some because he's he's a strong character, but he's also playful. He's mischievous, so he's really lovable in that regard. Oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah. So the same way, like like Goku, then really, he, yeah, he's very much very, very much so. Yeah. Yeah. Playful doesn't the really take life seriously. Gets retained throughout. That's the good thing because mm-hmm. I think that's why people like Goku. Most other stuff fades away, but the personality. She's just a character that's very, um, yeah, just lovable. You know, just just Even a menace. It comes across as he's an idiot. Well, <laughs> he's just a menace. <laughs> well, here's here's oh, a oh there is uh, there reminds me of that funny scene in a uh, uh, DBZ when he. How do you think? Uh, never mind. I'm not gonna bring this up. It's a little too. It's not PG. <laughs> never mind. There, there's other, uh, so one particular thing for people that speak Japanese, and I've read a couple papers on this, is the way Goku talks. And this is why his uh, the voice actor is this little old Japanese lady, but she's like j- considered brilliant by people that speak the language because she's so clever with the way she talks. She talks in some really weird, it's like a variant of like a northern hillbilly kind of accent and mm-hmm. dialect. And so she... Um, like, she's just really clever, and that's where a lot of the humor comes from. And that's why she voices all the voices from Goku as a child, Goku as an adult, Gohan, Goten. They all have the same voice actress. Um, and one thing is his greeting. His greeting is very particular, which there is... Um, it's like a non-standard way of a non-standard way, Right. Now the the monkey king in China he's he's he speaks kind of the same way especially how he refers to himself so he's like ah I'm 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 Sun Wukong right I'll say An Lao Sun An Lao Sun right An is like a super dated way of saying war like me right An Lao Sun right Lao refers to himself as the elder you know giving himself status but. Same sort of thing with Goku. He man, can you can you find what Goku's greeting is? Can you? It doesn't translate. Hey guys. As, well, and that's the English one. It doesn't translate as well into English. Oh, because I'm thinking in English about. Yeah, in English. Hi, I'm Goku. Right. <laughs> yeah. And it's the same sort of feel, but in 
in uh, Japanese, it's because you know they have their formal way of speaking and then yeah. their informal ways. So. Yo, I'm Goku. That's his catchphrase. No, in Japanese. Yeah. Oh, in Japanese. Um, <coughs> Goku catchphrase Japanese. But like, it's endearing because. Osu, ora Goku. Os, yeah. Os. Os. Oh, oh that's, os. Yeah. They used to that's, say that in uh, um in in karate class. They used to say os. Os. Yeah, that's a. Uh, I think that's a southern Japanese thing. Northern, I think. Northern. Yeah. So os os is kind of a martial arts thing, but it's kind of like a, it's super casual, right? And then os ora ora koku is like because the formal way or the proper way, if I understand, watashi wa koku desu, right? But instead, he he said ora. It's like a an abbreviation of another version of 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 who he like i'm goku like or goku you know yeah <laughs> so, so he, he'll greet i mean he'll greet like emperors and kings and gods and all this stuff the same exact casual way and that's part of his charm is that he just has no concept of formality and to, much to the you know uh, the displeasure of everybody else around him <laughs> yeah <laughs> who who over cares because of the cultural you know relevance which again this goes back to the the monkey king everyone like he has handlers the monkey king does everyone's trying to keep him in line or keep him yeah. distracted i looked it up one uh one is that osu originates in the japanese martial arts particularly in karate but when i was in karate they used to use os all the time we would say os instead of uh, uh what is the other way of saying yes in japanese which is hi hi no we would never say hi we would say os so which is interesting um as much, yeah. Os is not spoken in, ok- in Okinawa. The birthplace of karate. That's what, interesting. Because I, I had a, a Japanese friend, and he, some places they still use it. Os? Yeah. Another theory is that Os is a shortened version of Ohio Gozaimasu. Ohio Gozaimasu, yeah. Which is, literally means it's, it is early, but is used p- to politely say good morning and more. Mm-hmm. Casual settings. Hmm. Well, I mean, and that's that's the humor of Goku. Like, the character of Goku, not necessarily Wukong, although it applies to him as well, is that he's an absolute hick through the entire series. Like, he grew up to, like, the age of 13, 12 or 13, and he'd never met another person besides his grandfather. And so he just refuses to, like, conform to any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And like I was saying, like, with Wukong... Same thing. He was in heaven. There's the, the Jade Emperor of Heaven, and he's still, I'm Lao Sun. <laughs> he doesn't, yeah. you know. There's no formalities or anything. He still stays true to exactly who he is, and I think that's something that is endearing to people as well. I thought you. <laughs> yeah, I thought you. <laughs> nope. Yeah. But I other outside of that. There's yeah, there's no real other connections I know of that go to the original story. No, no. It just kind of takes on its own life Completely. after that. And Tor- Toriyama was is notorious for not being consistent. Like oh, he yeah. would just do he, like he wasn't. I mean, so yeah. the reason why Goku no longer has a tail, he just forgot. He just forgot because so, he kept cutting it off and he forgot that it grows back. Yeah, and so it just stopped being a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is true. Because in the, in GT and GT is not canon, so it's yeah, it's weird. Um, they had to like it was still there. You had to get a long nail clippers and pull it out or something. Yeah, somehow they worked to regrow it. Well, because they, they, they reduced yeah. form. They reduced then, him to back to a child, and because of that, he had his tail back. Okay, that makes sense. But that, yeah. Toriyama wasn't attached to that at all. Was it? No. As soon as he got so that's one of the reasons it's non-canon is because after Z. Z was so popular in Japan and everywhere that it played that people were begging for more and Toriyama was like, yeah, I don't feel like it. So the, <laughs> I don't feel the, like the it. studios basically, um, I don't even know if they had a manga, if it was just straight anime. I didn't really watch GT, so I didn't remember his tail coming back immediately. Well, in the, well within the, the part first, of it, they know they regrew it for Vegeta. Maybe that was it. Well, within the first couple episodes, so the whole premise of GT, I've never watched it, but I understand that what it is is it's, Takes place. The, like, it's uh, the Dragon Balls. Um, well, it, it takes the evil place, Dragon Balls. Yeah, it takes place corrupted. after um, Z, 
quite a number of years. He's older. His da- his granddaughter Pan has all grown up. And it's not, like the, the Dragon Balls hear him wish. I wish things were like they used to be or Pilaf wishes for that or some character wish. And one of the things that happens as a result of that wish is Goku is taken back to the, when he was a child. Like yeah, he, I think re- it was Pilaf. He collected them. Oh, I wish like we could still have the adventures we had, but you know, and then Goku is turned into a child again, and then the Dragon Balls go haywire, and they have to go search for him. But yeah, it was interesting because it's like I, all the each Dragon Ball they had to return was like uh, a dragon, an actual dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I honestly, um, I, I didn't really get into GT. I, I don't know why. You either loved it or hated. I didn't hate it either. I just like the it just whatever. The only mean. good thing was the um Super Saiyan Four transformation. I thought that was way better than just having blonde blonde hair. It made more sense because it's like it retained the original kind of werewolf gorilla thing going on, and uh, the beginning where he would they would look at the moon and become a uh, uh, Ozaru, the giant ape, and go ape shit essentially. Um, they they retained that, but they made it in a smaller form, and they made him red, kind of cool. And his demeanor was more um savage, more like a like an ape. Yeah, he became more aggressive. He, he became very aggressive, which I like that. And um, I don't know, I just didn't like the the blonde hair. I, just, I it's funny because they were pretty meta about it. Because remember in one episode, um, I think it was Boo, the fat Boo. He's like, oh no, it was the Bobbity. Bobbity's like, okay, you changed your hair, so what? Right, uh. you changed your hair color. That's that's another fun. Do you know why the Super Saiyans have, have blonde hair? It was because they didn't want to color. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. but it it's a, funny because there are actual people who believe it for different reasons. He, he got he got. Tired well, of well, you know, and specifically Elliot's the one who told me this. That Japanese people believe that. Okay, we're gonna have to bring in the the Aryans. He literally said that. I remember that. He's like, oh no. Japanese people think that Germans are the the super race, so that's why they did it. When there's <laughs> he, Elliot literally literally told me that. I remember. When in reality it's just no, he didn't wanna um Well I Yeah, he was pit. just didn't want to have to color his yeah. hair. Yeah. Well, well it was funny because there I remember I heard that at first because somebody was arguing that and I was like, Maybe because when I was younger I played Sonic the Hedgehog and when so- Sonic goes supersonic he, he had blue, blue. He turns blonde and he get his hair gets waving, blue eyes. And I was like, man, maybe it's a cultural thing. But what it actually was is because we got Dragon Ball so much later than it was actually released that Super Saiyan had already been a thing by the time Sonic Two had come out. Mm-hmm. And so the Super Saiyan thing was so iconic that it it, it is influenced so many things. Same like Naruto. Yeah, it, it's just influenced so many things throughout. Um, anime and even wider than that, like going Super Saiyan is is, yeah, is, a, is, a, is a verb now. <laughs> a lot of other animes were like kind of paying homage to Dragon Ball Z. Exactly, yeah. Like when they they progress in the storyline, they just power up and get angry. It's literally what. Well, and the, one of the openings in, in, in the Sonic case, yes. And one of the openings Naruto, in Naruto, it's just. And one of the openings in Naruto, they actually they actually literally look like they're turning Super Saiyan. Like they're they have their fists clenched on. the clenched and they're like screaming and there's like energy popping out of the, well, their body and that's oh, like yeah. a cultural yeah. fucking thing now is that anytime someone's getting really pissed off or they're fucking yelling or something oh, that motherfucker's about to go super saiyan yeah like you can <laughs> you can say that completely unironically now at this point because it's become such a mainstay it reminds me of that kid going super saiyan you remember my name is Jalen, and i am a super saiyan oh yeah, that video yeah you remember that video right yeah yeah what was your favorite arc in, in um, uh, DBZ? Um, probably Cell Saga. I thought that too. It was so different from all the other sagas. There was something more dark about it. I kind of thought that was in, that was um, refreshing and more nuanced. Like it's like, hmm, there's something mysterious, right? There's some kind I, of. I think it was more balanced than uh, something dystopian too. Because also, by the way, everybody loves Trunks. Teenage Trunks. Yeah, yeah t- not the no, not the GT f- one. Future Trunks. Yeah, Future Trunks. It was Future Gohan was amazing. Remember him? He had a scar and he had one arm, and he was fighting two androids. What happened to him? Could he could. <laughs> I mean, like he's, he's, he's the reason Trunks went super. <laughs> no, 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 no. What I, what I mean is like, what happened to him? Like, it's a rhetorical question. Like, why couldn't they have made him so badass? Like oh, because that because he wasn't engaged in battle. That's true. His whole life. But that yeah. that would have been awesome if they somehow I don't know 
the earth was at peace for like seven years after that's true but i mean like brought him but i mean mr gohan was that rev- what that way of making him a but badass again no they teased making him a badass multiple times and, and then he just, just like started being a- back no, 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 no. It, it was the fans it the, was yeah the fans. it was the fans were pushing so like okay Give him Mystic to- Gohan. Toriyama tried to make Go- Gohan the, the series lead a number of times, and the fans are just not having it. But didn't they do it again in um, Super? No. They, they- I, do, I do know the plan was to make Gohan the main character after uh, the Cell Saga. Yes. Yeah, I but thought that would have fu- been... They fucked it up with that Saiyan man bullshit. Yeah. That was probably the worst thing. Even the Golden Fighter was kind of better, and that's not saying much. Dude, the Great Saiyan man was shit. That was the worst thing. But the during that tournament when he got in and was fighting is kind of badass. Fighting who did he fight? The uh, the, was it Supreme Kai? No, no. Who he fought in the tournament? He fought the. Um, oh, no, when he transformed in the tournament when they were trying to steal like his yeah uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Um, the two goons or whatever. The transformation was pretty. Yeah. Well, yeah, pretty I mean cool. that was cool, but like. <laughs> Dude, with the, he- with the helmet and everything? Yeah, Come that was on. stupid. They yeah. tried making Vegeta also stronger than um, Goku. and He, he was m- for certain parts. Majin? Majin Vegeta. Didn't he, li- yes. didn't, didn't he lie that he had a Super Saiyan 3 transformation and then he got mad? Like, Wait a minute, you had this power the whole time and you made me think like I was beating you? He's like, yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, Goku. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. like, all right, I'm, let me, uh... <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, I thought- no, that was later because he loses to him. Yeah, and then yeah. He well, he, he pretended to he pretended to lose, right, Goku? No, no, no. He lost. <laughs> he lost because he got sucker punched. He knocked out. That was a nice fight. I love the scene where um, Vegeta's like Goku. I'm realizing it. You're you're better than me. Well, no, actually, just, funny, funny. Uh, that's the big debate: the Goku fans and the Vegeta fans. Every time they fought, Vegeta's won. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because they've only fought twice. They fought the first time. Goku was crippled. Vegeta was pretty beat down, but it wasn't... He didn't get beaten by Goku. He got we, beat by Yajirobe and... <laughs> Yajirobe Gohan, just tabs him. Yeah. Well, no, he cut his tail off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, and then he was too weak, so he got chased off the planet. But he was still walking. And then um, the second time they fought was Majin. Majin Vegeta. And he uh, he beat Goku then, too. Knocked him I out. still think that the... Gohan should have been the I've lead. I've never thought, thought about it, that. <laughs> he, he never. Goku's never actually beaten Vegeta. Are you a Vegeta fanboy? Uh, I do like Vegeta a lot, but I do realize that the series is about Goku. Goku. So I wish. I, I wish. Um. I know that there's people behind deciding who wins it, <laughs> and they're, they're answering to the customer base. So I don't get too invested. Even in Super, same thing. <laughs> I, I, well, I think Vegeta, honestly, I think Vegeta's a more interesting character. He had a much... Well, he had a story arc. Yeah. In Goku, there's a really good series um, on YouTube where, man, I forget what it's called. But this guy who does like character analyses of, of different um, uh, Dragon Ball characters throughout the series and through Super... Uh, he he nailed. He describes like the different types of character arcs and everything. So Goku is a flat character arc, meaning that he has a viewpoint, like he has a view of the world, and it just doesn't change. Nothing mm-hmm. changes it. It stays the same throughout. And uh, it'd be a positive flat character arc, whereas a character like Frieza is a negative flat character arc. It yes. doesn't change either, but he just stays evil. Whereas um, Vegeta is a a negative to positive character arc, or yeah, positive character arc. So he starts he starts as a bad character, and then he he starts to change over time. And it actually the problem with Super here's a, a major problem with Super is that all of the really good characters their arcs concluded in Z, mm-hmm. so, so they're just like left behind. Yeah, and so there's not there's not a lot of growth for the characters. Per- in and, particular, and they tried to like, for with the power leveling. They're well, like, I mean, hey, they let's did, bring them back and make them useful when they legit like Frieza. They, they, no they destroyed they the fucking power. Le- like, I mean, that was useless after. Well, and here's why. Here's why actually. So, the whole power level thing was the reason it's so fucking crazy is because Frieza was supposed to be the last arc of Z. 
So actually, if you look at the way they categorize the arcs, the, um, what is it? So like, you know how Dragon Ball Z, the, the anime starts with Raditz, right? That technically falls under Dragon Ball. The Saiyan saga is the first Dragon Ball Z arc. Mm. And then the, and the Namek and then the Frieza arc were supposed to wrap up the season. That's why it was such a big deal when Frieza had a power level of 1 million. Because it was such a, like it was such a big deal that a character had a million level power level. And it was such a clean number to end it at, right? And then afterwards, the show kept going. And they're like, well, shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> so then next, like, they have to, like, go up in leaps and bounds now. Because it's not enough to do, like, a million and ten. You have to do two million and then ten million and twelve million, right? To illustrate, like, for Trunks to kill Frieza, Mecha Frieza, as easily as he did... Trunks needs to have a power level of like five million or something. Yeah. Like he doesn't even break a sweat. It's F one hit kill, right? Same thing with King Cold. And so from that point, Cell has to be, you know, a hundred million or something like that. And by the end, when you're a boo, I mean they were in the billions easily, right? And so by the time they get to super, you have to conceive of like characters that are capable of destroying the universe, right? This is where they fucked up, though. They busted their nut too soon on uh, Battle of the Gods. Like, because remember, just the act of them fighting Goku and Beerus, they were sending shockwaves, which were destroying the universe, right? Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, a couple arcs later, you got fucking Jiren, right? <laughs> so. Well, and in the, the tournament, they had Krillin, uh, Master Roshi. Uh, well, they brought back everyone, Tien. Except Yamcha, because Yamcha's Except a bitch. <laughs> Yamcha. <laughs> they which, did that so good. They're self-aware. So they know. Man. They know. That was, so they, they're going to well, come did they give any it? minute. <laughs> did they give an explanation? Like, oh, Yamcha was sick. He couldn't come. No, that's the best part is they just they just Ignore him deadly. They, they understand that the he joke. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Yamcha. Dude, I feel that bad for Yamcha. He got cucked. I, I love He got his girl so taken by Vegeta. Because there's they had such good humor. It was like Dragon Ball humor, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, one of my favorite lines is when uh, Goku sees Vegeta kissing Bulma. And he's like, you kiss on the mouth? Really? And he's like, you have two sons. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> How is that possible? <laughs> I love the scene when Vegeta finds out that Trunks is his son. <laughs> Wait a minute. He's my oh, son. Great scene. Vegeta's got a lot of the Vegeta sacrifice. Well, that, his arc ended like it, that was such a good end to his arc. Like that's the thing really about good. that sucks about Dragon Ball Z. It's kind of the deaths are a little bit almost meaningless. Like they just sacrifice themselves and Dragon Balls well, revive them. Vegeta's wasn't it first because you actually thought he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At was, first, like that. That one is still probably the best death. That is one of the best deaths in Dragon Ball Z. How about when um and all of Dragon Goku Ball. um sacrificed himself? Nah. Not as good. That's because no. we knew he'd come back. Well, not even then. You did, even it, if it you wasn't didn't. It, Vegeta's was so just well because he's he's usually speech, a selfless person. The speech he gives the music just the just the self awareness acknowledging Goku the scoring of the music on oh, his interaction with Trunks. Like, yeah. Oh, he knocks him out, right? And then yeah. he yeah. talks to Piccolo, and Piccolo gives, like, you probably won't be able to wish the, back. The You're still up. a damn Namekian. Yeah. yeah. To build up the realization that this is his end and what. And that's what it was. Like, Piccolo told him straight up, you probably won't be able to get wished back. And he, like, Vegeta, knowing that still sacrifice, that's what. It made it much more real. It was, uh, it was beautifully done. They, they, you that's can watch uh, YouTube videos where they compare the voice actors for that. Like um, a couple different Japanese ones, a couple English ones, but man, it is all of them are really good. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I, I think I've watched. Originally, I, I had a hard time adjusting to the Japanese, but in, in the Japanese is genuinely so much better. But I gotta say, the guy who voices uh, Vegeta in English, I think his name's Sab Sabat, Chris Sabat, I think. Yeah, he man, he is he is really good. Wait, no, 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 is Chris? I think that's Goku. Sabat? No, Saba. That's the John Shamal or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right. I'm no, sorry. but the guy who voices Vegeta is so good. He's so good that, like, on My Hero Academia, he voices uh, All Might, 
and I can't watch that in English because I'm hearing Vegeta talking <laughs> for all my. Like, it's <laughs> yeah, no, v- Vegeta had the best arc by far on uh, on that one. But I mean, that's by the same token that makes him an interesting character. But the fact that Goku doesn't have that arc is what makes him such a good character, like such an endearing character, because. Mm-hmm. He it's it's almost comical that he does not change. Like he has no reason to change. People change around him. In fact, in fact, that was the whole point of the yeah. early Dragon Ball stuff. Is he would go by him being there and interacting with people. He changes people towards his worldview, kind of, which is triggers Vegeta's arc. In fact, and you're pretty much still always rooting for him. Yeah, you do. And, I mean, you, the formula is very basic. Goku loses a bit. He goes and trains some more. He comes back. He's stronger. He wins, right? It's it's very basic. But it's done in a way that it's still, like, you still feel like he's the underdog each time. Mm-hmm. And so that's really, is good. They do it in a good way. I'm going to ask one last question because it's almost time. What do you think? I know it's going to be a, a huge spoiler for um, the viewers, so spoiler alert. What do you think of the new character? His name is um, Moro. Have you have you heard of him? Yeah. So apparently he can suck the energy out of planets. That's how powerful he is. Well, he sucks the energy out of. He's a magician, isn't he? He yeah he he, he looks kind of he looks kind of badass. Not gonna lie, he has horns. He has like fur. He looks actually kind of cool. And he wishes back um, his youthful self. And he's not like a Bobbity ma- magician. He's a dark magician. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, he's a dark magician anyway. Um, but, yeah, he gains his power just by... He doesn't have yeah. fighting strength the way the other guys do. But he has but power. He, he gets but it. He, yeah, yeah, but he, he gets it. Yeah, but he beat um, both of them at their most powerful, from what I heard. So what's this going to happen? Well, That's I, the thing I about can spoil it because I know it happens. What? What happens? Spoiler alert. Well, well, <laughs> well you got to go through the whole thing. Well, he, he shows up. You, wait, you actually read the 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 manga? I just keep up on it. How, wait, <laughs> really? You really? This is the side I never knew to you. I just keep up. Don't worry about it. But uh, <laughs> You've been a DBZ closet fan. I don't even know it that well, but... I only did it just because I'm curious, honestly. So, okay, I'll just answer your question. You said, what are my thoughts on him? Yeah, like, just another... Big tough character of the week, and then they're gonna beat him and keep doing it. That's my thing about DBZ. As much as I love it, it's like that's just gonna keep happening until. Well, I think the bigger part of it all is really the angels. That's what a lot. Of, I I don't know much about it. I've seen a couple of videos that kind of describe Moro and what he does, but it's been going on. the The arc's been going on for quite a while. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the Angels, I think a lot of people predicted the Angels were going to be the next big thing after the Tournament of Power. Well, what because about the Angels? Real, well, They're just real fucking mysterious for one. Like mm-hmm. the one whose universe got erased and then they zoom in on like an evil smile and shit. The, the Grand Priest, he's kind of a shady figure. What's your theory on that? You think they... I don't know. I kind of hope they're evil. That'd be kind of cool and then they have to fight them and really save the universe and then... I feel like they Something might be like kind of evil. I might actually... We should watch Super, actually. But some of them are good. Yeah. Some of them are like... I like I liked Super. There was some... Objectively good. There, it, I don't feel that it had the character development bec- from Z for the reasons that I said. Like, they... Uh, story-wise, I think it's good. I just don't feel like the characters themselves have anywhere to go as it is right now. Yeah, that's my issue with like Dragon Ball Z. Like, it and, just seems like it's a. Uh, it seems a little repetitive. The story no, no, almost. Dra- Dragon Ball Z. The the main characters, the good guys, they had pretty good arcs. Most of them had pretty good arcs, depending on where you caught them. Um, I just feel like, uh, cause like, look at Gohan. Gohan's arc from. The problem is, is they they end at different places. So Gohan's arc ended at the Cell Games. When he turned Super Saiyan 2. And then you have this whole extra... And that's the problem with the first part of, you know, the the Boo Saga, right? The great Saiyan Man stuff. They didn't have anything for him to do. And so it just feels like filler because it is. 
which is why they had to bring back Goku to really drive the storyline along. Um, and that's what Super feels like a lot, is there's stuff happening, but nobody's really... Like, we've already seen what kind of person Vegeta has turned out to be. We've already seen, you know, Gohan has already peaked, and now he... Like, they could do something really well. I think that's a great story they should focus. is kind of on... Gohan having not lived up to his potential and kind of feeling like a failure and going through that, um, trying to like reclaim his greatness and balance his, his life and not being a shitbag father like his dad was, you know? Um, so they, they have places they could take it. Also, um, Broly as well. Broly actually has a character back then. He was just a random guy just screaming. I thought that was kind of dumb. Um, Looking back at it, actually, he he was just um screaming because he, he hated um. Oh, they they ru- I'm glad they changed it because he just had like <laughs> it was a, so horrible. He had like an un- he had an unhinged hatred for Goku because he ha- cried when he was a baby. Yeah, he's right like, next to him. That's it, and he's like Kakarot. Such a cool character, but they just well, and that, I thought cool. I thought Frieza's brother was cool. Cooler okay. than what? Cooler. <laughs> come on. Yeah, come on, man. You didn't like him? You didn't no, like Cooler? No. He looked like a dinosaur. That was kind of purple. Uh, so, he was just rage. He was like, I was angry. <laughs> that's, so, that's true. So, so there was this none, is what you yeah. got to remember. It's fucking the, all of the Dragon Ball Z movies, they're typical anime movies of a series, which means they're non-canon, and you have to fit a whole lot. Like They, they need to be able to stand alone. And so that's what all, I think it's like 13 Dragon Ball Z movies, right? However, in Super, that's like the first time I've ever seen it on an anime where the movies tie in directly to the series. Well, mm-hmm. the, the one with the Wrath of the Dragon, the dragon, that's how um, Trunks gets his sword. So that kind of ties in, right? Oh. Because how did he get his sword? They never explained that. Yeah. And that and and that movie, I think that's still the canon explanation. I don't of, know. Is it? I don't know because on Dragon Ball Super, there was the part where oh, he gets a sword there. I, I never watched. It was Super. on that weird little thing on another planet where the dude with the big nipples is delivering some stuff, and they like sneak in the back of the truck and because the sword's there. Oh, <laughs> okay, that doesn't doesn't sound as epic. <laughs> right? There's some dude with giant nipples. <laughs> He's just carrying carrying uh, the sword in his tr- in his truck. See, stuff right. like that was so funny. Like, Here's your sword. Fucking Beerus says, oh, no, this guy is the strongest guy. He's even stronger than me. Goku really wants to fight him, but he's the goober. Oh, fucking yeah, yeah. alien that just freezes <laughs> up because he's his food delivery guy. <laughs> There's some... I actually might get back into it now, but I'm actually... Um, I'm mostly a ca- casual an- anime fan. I don't really watch it. Don't, actually, this podcast gives me even less time. But uh, I'm trying to get into Berserk, honestly. The problem with Berserker is they, they only have the same... Hiatus, right? No, no. They have the same, like, three movies. Berserk, I gotta look this it's up. the same, like, arc over, like, in, told in different ways with different studios. I've never seen them go past that. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I, that's why I want to get into the comic. Oh, sure, sure, yeah. Yeah. And the story itself is very interesting. It's, it's pretty twisted. It's pretty f- philosophical. It's a, a little raunchy, but... Classic anime, but there's actually a lot of philosophy in that. Actually, for content for an episode, at least for Dragon Ball Z, there isn't much philosophy. It's really just the philosophy of get stronger, kick ass. But that's a good philosophy. But it is a good philosophy. It, it, well, not so much just get stronger, kick ass, but over like overcome overcoming your obstacles and just constantly trying to improve yourself. I mean, if you're gonna have one philosophy and that's not a bad one to have. In uh, in a kin- <laughs> in, in kinesism, that's the the philosophy um, too. They have uh, Hercules as their, I wouldn't say mascot, but yeah, that's apparent. That's one of the mascots of uh, kinesism. Hercules as a way to model your, yourself after overcoming, st- struggling, um, becoming something better. Um, well, and Goku has almost like an obsession with just improvement and getting stronger. To the point that he is the worst God father now. in the world. That is true. Like <laughs> he's a very yeah, he's got his faults for sure. Yeah. Well and that's I, I like Super for showing that actually. Where the whole like he was almost portrayed as a villain at the beginning of Tournament of Power. Because Oh yeah, of, they kinda flipped it on him. Yeah, they did. All of the like 
mistakes that people point out. Like, why would you do that? They flipped it on him in Super. Really, really well, actually. In fact, I thought they were going to go all out and, like, make him the antagonist. That would have been a bold-ass move, actually. Because like, he allowed pretty much. I mean, he was the reason. <laughs> he was the, the cause for. He's the reason. Yeah. Put the, the earth at risk of. Like, his, his, uh, his over-familiarity with, uh, was it Zeno? Like, he kind of. It almost blew up in his face. I think they wanted to, and I think they chickened out of going all the way with that because it was a good premise to start with. But, I mean, the Tournament of Power was cool. I think it opened up a lot of new areas to explore and justified a lot of, like, opening up, raising the ceiling, so to speak. Um, But then again, Jiren, I think he was just a shit character. Yeah. I, I think he was just uninspired. They built him up to be really fucking something, and it's just like, oh, everyone left me, so I got strong. I can only count on myself. It sounds so a little, I'm, I'm strong. Kind of the uh, edge, edgy, edgy lone wolf. Yeah, well, the edge lord. Ex- yeah, he's a total edge lord. He's like, oh, any anybody that needs anybody, you need friends. You're weak. You oh, rely on your own strength. I, f- I feel like I've heard this before. That um character that that is well, acts this way. It's been in every it's kind anime. Of a, it's kind since of a trope. Anime was a thing. Mm-hmm. That's literally like Sasuke. I don't believe in the power of friendship. I believe in my own strength. That's and literally that's Sasuke from Son Goku. Yeah, you showed me that friends can be useful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come have a drink with me, Topo. <laughs> yeah. Well. All right, boys. Anything else? Us. 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 Uh, oh, yeah. Probably. I didn't really watch Super. I really haven't. I kind of know what's going on, but I'll. I have the. W- I have a weird. It's, it's pa- worth a watch. I have a weird patchy knowledge with Dragon Ball Z and Super. Uh, no, no. I've watched all Dragon Ball Z, but not all Super. But I know about it somehow. Just through, like, people who it, it's talk easy, about it's it. It's easier when it was coming out. It was easier to catch it every Saturday when they'd have a new episode. And it was just kind of my routine. I'd do my things on Saturday, watch an episode, and. Me and a buddy would like drink kava and just uh, deconstruct it, give our critiques, and and that was cool. If I had to watch it all at once, I probably wouldn't have enjoyed it as much. But honestly, the weekly week to week thing was it was good. It's worth a watch. I'd say it's worth it. Ha- it's definitely takes it back to Dragon Ball in a number of ways, and it also continues with the the fighting. From Dragon Ball Z mm-hmm. keeps that up, so it's it's a pretty good thing, and I I think it'll get better. And I I think actually the moral arc just ended in the manga, so they yeah. might bring back the uh, anime pretty soon, eh? I think they started already. No, they haven't. They haven't. So there's a lot of people have thought this. That's because there was. It's called a uh, Dragon Ball Super Heroes. Oh, the heroes, which is it's based off a game. It's cool. It's non-canon. It's just like all the characters. You get to see the most ridiculous and it, crazy yeah, stuff. It's, yeah, oh, Super Saiyan 4 fights Super Saiyan Blue. Awesome. Like, yeah. it's, it's fancy. Hey, the gold cooler is, is pretty cool, not going <clears> to lie. <throat> yeah. It's, I mean, it's cool. It's cool stuff, but it's not like the, the story. Yeah, it's not, it's not canon either. So, so I think when they restart the series, that'd be very, I heard a theory. I know it's probably well, kind of dumb, but they, they do simulcast now. So when they start it in Japan, they'll start it over here probably. But bringing back, um, uh, Super Saiyan 4. I don't know why they would do that because it's probably a lot weaker than, than, uh, Ultra at, Instinct. At this point? Yeah. Well, but I've, that'd be interesting if you know, but you can be Ultra Instinct while being in that form. You know what I mean? Too. Oh yeah, to where like Ultra Instinct's pretty much like a base form. Well, then you'll get the mysterious Super Saiyan Five. Have you guys seen Super Saiyan Five? I used oh, to like see the, it. Oh, like the like the alternate the future <laughs> ones. No, no. So this is actually a cool story. No, no. So again, going back to the time before like the internet was really fully developed, you just see like pictures on message boards, and yeah. people could put whatever info they wanted to. They went like six, seven, eight. <clears throat> well, no, there was a, the the real. We knew four was a thing from GT, but on message boards you'd see Super Saiyan five pop up, and he was looked like four, but more hair, and he was white, white, yeah, yeah. And, I remember and that. He had like some tribal shit underneath, yeah. right? Well, what it was was some dude in like Brazil or something wrote a, uh, or he drew it for like a video game magazine or a, a comic magazine, something as like a fan art, 
I'm telling <laughs> you, in Brazil, they just love Dragon Ball Z. Well, well, he did that, and so it started making circulating the internet, and people just started calling it Super Saiyan Five. Yeah, I remember and that. So like this mythos of like oh, over in Japan, they're doing like new Dragon Ball and Super Saiyan Five and this and that. So, mm. but he does kind of look like. Uh, Super Saiyan 4 Ultra Instinct, though. That's what I'm saying. That'd be interesting if they... But they, they that's what I'm saying. The Dragon Ball creators do stuff like that. They'll find... They'll take fan art, fan even fan creators, and they'll bring them to work for them, or they'll incorporate it. So and, they, then, and then Disney will... Uh, what's it called? Copyright strike a uh, uh, fan film from for Star Wars because of the background music, the the melody. Yes. One way is how you work with fans. <laughs> Try to destroy is, them is for not like how you paying homage to <laughs> <laughs> How dare you like this? We're going to release the worst Star Wars movies ever <laughs> we're gonna to spite you. We're going to ruin this <laughs> franchise. Not only we're going to take this from you, <laughs> now watch what we do. Is this we're going to shit all over this franchise, and you're going to pay for it, bitch. <laughs> this is your fault. <laughs> Should have just left it alone, kid. Stay tuned. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Good job, Disney. <laughs> you can buy us oh, out if you shit. want. Here we go again. <laughs> But I, I don't know where Super goes from here. It's It's got to be something with the angels. Goku's like OP now, pretty much. For well, most he's mastered. Uh, he's got the mastered Ultra Instinct. What does he look like when he's a master, mastered Ultra Instinct? Same, pretty much. Just same? same? Uh, wait, what? A little glowier, I think. A little glowier. He's got little sparkles. His, his eyes turn like light gray. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there's like a glow, a whitish glow, glow around him. Yeah. So, what power would he be? Um, he'd be the same power as a destroyer. Or? Ultra instinct is cool because you can it, still be outdone by someone who's just more powerful. It doesn't. It doesn't raise your power. No, it just makes the power you have more efficient. Yeah, that's oh. what's, that's what's kind of cool about ultra. So instinct. he would still probably lose to Beerus. He would yeah. definitely lose to the angels because they're just stronger. Yeah, it makes the shit you have work better at its optimal. That's level. interesting because I thought that was the ultimate power. Oh, uh, I mean, it could be. It's the coop, like it's the icing on the cake. So, but you keep raising your base. Maybe they might bring back the ape and then make it Super Saiyan five, and that is the ultimate power. That would be amazing. I mean, maybe he'll transform like a Super Saiyan transformation within Ultra Instinct, because it's a base form sort of thing. So there's now. a lot of debate. On so Ultra Instinct like times two, you get lightning bolts no, no. or something. Well, there's a lot of in- like Ultra Instinct. They say can't be achieved when you're in a Super Saiyan form. It's a because it's based official su- thing. Super Saiyan's based on rage, and uh, Ultra Instinct is based on being calm. Oh, whereas when you go blue, Super Saiyan blue, that's God Key. So you're not based on rage, then you're based on the the God Key. The only way they can make it work actually is if you have, you know, how they used to turn into the uh, Great Ape. And they would, and Vegeta mastered it to the point where you you don't even need the moon. You just need like a like a light, a uh, ball of light, and Make throw it up in the air. Moon, yeah. yeah, moon, yeah, your own illuminous uh, moonlight, essentially. That'd be cool. I mean, that's the only way, but I doubt it because they would make it look too. I don't think too extra. Go, well, the problem with the Ozaru is that if we're going off like the because they went, they actually made official like power le- scaling. An Ozaru gives a a multiplier of ten. So whatever your base power level is times 10. Super Saiyan is times 100. Oh, so his Ozaro now would be the tank. Though. Well, well, no, because Super Saiyan is like times 100. Super Saiyan 2 is like times 200. That's like 30 this week. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's not much of a multiplier. Because even Kaoken is times whatever multiplier you add. Times 50 it. or something? Just whatever you, can, you, you say. You can do it. Yeah. After a certain point, it like destroys you. Yeah. But well, it's it seems wh- like you could handle it now. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever you train to handle it, you could handle it. But, I mean, that's what I'm saying. So, like, it's a multiplier. If it was just a raw increase, that'd be one thing. But as a multiplier, it's a pretty weak multiplier. God mode isn't so godly anymore, right? No, that was very short-lived. It's just too bad. I, I kind of like that form. Just red hair? Not too big on the kawaii eyes, but... The kawaii eyes. <laughs> the kawaii anime eyes, but... But the the you know it was cool because he kind of leaned out. They said he looked younger, so maybe he's immortal now. I don't know. Vegeta is the biggest letdown of Super after he went off to Yard Rat for the training and then came back. Oh, he um and learned. Like, what <laughs> what he, he, he didn't even <laughs> transmission. He learned that, but like 
They built it, was, it up it like he was supposed to. It was like yeah, he yeah. was going to learn all these uh, techniques. the whole to, thing, Goku be, left early, and then <laughs> they're going to teach him the thing Goku didn't learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he didn't do anything. <laughs> it's like, what did you go there for? What was the point? They hyped it up way too much. I think maybe I, there's look, just a conspiracy. They don't want Vegeta to be stronger than Goku. I, I love Dragon Ball, but I really think they need to come towards an end now. Yeah. I think they need to do like a closing arc that really closes it and then somebody has to die. Well, just let the series die. <laughs> no, I'm saying somebody has to die. It's got Well, technically in canon there's already an official ending at the end of uh, Oh yeah, DBZ. At the end of DBZ yeah, with Oob. Yeah, which I guess is still actually the No, it's still canon counts. ending. Cuz all of this is happening between um the end of Z and uh and the, well, in the real end of Z, the end of the Boo fight. And the That's end interesting. So yeah, that everything ends at Oob. That's so gap. weird. Yeah, it's which I don't actually like, but I was yeah, because th- they have to do it to make it practical, <laughs> right? Because yeah. All right, family, I'm fucking off to the third world for a while, <laughs> training with, with this with kid. With my new son. <laughs> <laughs> with my, bro- with my brown son. Is <laughs> father of the year. <laughs> yeah, he goes. Peace out. No way Gohan does not have like serious <laughs> mental <Fucking> issues. <laughs> Man, I hate my dad. You can't even stick around now. <laughs> Anyone but my own kids, I'm trained. You know it's pretty interesting. <laughs> You're all disappointments. <laughs> you know, you know what's really interesting is that actually it's kind of realistic. Goku locks a father figure, and that's kind of explained why he's not. Why he decides to be the he's worst. Not even, he's not even that deep. He's just a self-centered shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Catch up or get left behind, Gohan. <laughs> Poor Gohan. <laughs> yeah, they teased it so many times. Like, yeah, he's gonna be. Poor the... all of his children and Chi Chi. Oh, and and <laughs> mostly poor Chi Chi. She... She fought the motherfucker to get is, married to him. <laughs> <laughs> is Goten in Super? Yeah, Go, Goten's in Super, but luckily he's useless. They barely use him. He isn't. Oh, wow, he is? Yeah, he's a plot They need device. to age the characters. Age. Well, no, because, again, this happened, like, shortly after Z. This stuff is really shortly after Z. When Battle of the Gods happened. Yeah. We yeah. Need, actually, with the timeline, yeah, which yeah. is kind of weird when you think about it, but yep. it is what it is. I just think it's hilarious that, like, so by the time the fight that we saw at the end of Z where he fights Oob, right? Which, granted, he was fucking pretty badass because he had, like, the Super Saiyan 2 lightning in base form. So we're assuming he's extremely strong. But, I mean, he's a he's literally going to be universe-busting level by that time. So that's pretty, pretty fucking wild. Yeah. Oob doesn't stand a chance. Sorry, bro. I know. <laughs> <laughs> what is Oob at that point? Wait, is, um... Nothing. Is Pan in Dragon Ball Super? Yes. Pan's born in Dragon Ball Super. I guess he has in him the essence or the... He's the reincarnation, reincarnation of Boo. Reincarnation of Boo, who yeah. was like at the formation of the universe. Something like that. <laughs> so he's got some inner Universal. potential. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's strong. But imagine Boo. How strong is uh, Majin Boo in a DBS? He's not... Oh, not, the fat... Oh, he has one scene where he trains. And he gets skinny. He trains for like four <laughs> yeah, hours. He yeah. gets super skinny. And he's badass. And then he gains it back. Well, no. Then he fa- yeah, he eats a bunch of shit and falls asleep for like a week. <laughs> so he doesn't even fight. Which actually, I'm kind of glad they went that route. Because honestly, Majin Buu in the Tournament of Power, Majin Buu wins every fucking time. Yeah, he's kind of a cheap character. He's that str- Wow. Well, because he could absorb pretty much. He can absorb everyone. That everyone. is true. Yeah, And then just right. jump off. Like, win. And he's, in, I mean, he can regenerate. He's kind of indestructible. He can just hide. Like, and even if he has just a tiny bit still there, he can fucking regenerate from it. Yeah. He can clone himself. Like, Man, do you remember when he was uh, evil and he he had an evil side that was crazy? Well, the, when when they split? Yeah, yeah. There's like sickly gray evil side. Sickly gray evil side and then he eats, he eats somebody, right? He eats the fat one. He eats the fat one. Yeah. Which is weird because wouldn't you think he just... Be, yeah. Turns back into the fat one. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's kind of weird how it all played out. I, yeah, I wouldn't. And I how did he turn into a kid again? Because he puked everything out. They fucking they purged every ass everything, and he uh, he was like the truest evilest form is when he was. The well, kid so though. if he holds all the little like all the people inside him, and that's where he takes his form from. 
In the fat one, isn't there like the fucking fat Kai? Isn't he still yeah. in there? Wouldn't he still be in there? Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. And that's why in Super, they like, they brought him back to fight Moro because that He's original Kai before. was who oh, beat him. Okay. Sealed and him he away. Was in, it, but it was, it's kind of weird. Yeah. I remember they brought him back. Why didn't he, he didn't, come out at any point? Didn't do anything with him, really. So Moro just got beat? and, and You know what? I'm a t- I hate Fat Boo. <laughs> he wears stupid gloves And he's got like Stupid little shoes It's not even that he's fat I think he's just stupid He I mean he Yeah all he does Is eat candy Goofy character Satan <laughs> <laughs> Why do they name him Name him Satan Because the Japanese Are irreverent <laughs> They could give a shit Hercules I loved how he was a scammer I thought that was the best part Of the Dragon Ball Z He's the one who beat Boo No no it's all smoke and mirrors yeah, no, Satan was a funny guy. Everybody Satan. believed him. He's the one who who uh, beat uh, Cell. He's kind of the what is it? He's the Bob Lazar of the Dragon Ball Z universe. And they just let it. Just a con artist. Yep, it's true mastery. That is the master. Yeah, fuck, that is fuck it. the haters. All right, this will go on forever. We're just <laughs> we're just fanboying now. All, All right. right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this uh, production. Our Dragon Ball Z isms. Please I have a feeling this episode is going to get a lot of views. Please look us up on uh, social media. All uh, social media at Wine Jar Cynics. And just except for you, Facebook, the only place you won't find us. Instagram, Parlor, Twitter, the big ones. Mines. Mines. Anything you can think of, really. But those are the big three. And we will see you. You can annoy us there. And we'll reach give out. your feedback. We will directly. Or pick a fight. Yeah, we're happy you choose, to do that choose the place. Pick a fight to force us to engage. Yep. Fire fights, any kind of fight. We can do a fiddle fight. <laughs> we'll beat you. You hear that? This is too meta for them. They're not supposed to hear us when we're doing an outro. This is the first time? No, we did it another time, too. We're starting to be like Deadpool. We're breaking the... Breaking the fourth wall. Tenth wall. Parabellum. Tenth wall. Wasn't this on a jewelry commercial? <laughs> oh, it's... <laughs> John Wick. It's from John Wick, but yeah. It was on a jewelry commercial. The same melody. Yeah. Maybe K-Jewelers? Vilvadi. Maybe. No, everybody uses this. It's Vilvadi. Italian. All right. Os. Where's your osses? Os. 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 Os.